What's good? This is Die with Diverse Mama with another episode. And this episode, we brought back Makeda. Remember Makeda from episode one? Hey, Makeda. Hey, Danisha. What's up? Thanks for having me again. Of course. So I wanted to bring back Makeda because before our podcast discussion, we actually had an interesting conversation. And I thought that it would be a great topic for episode two. So the conversation was about after having a baby, how do you feel? Do you feel the same as you did before the baby? So we're going to talk about that in this episode. So Makeda mentioned that she felt she did not have a purpose, which was very interesting. And I wanted to discuss that further. So Makeda, can you explain to us about why you feel you don't have a purpose? And what does that mean exactly? Yeah, I, I would say... That's how I was feeling after the baby. Um, Post-baby life is definitely different from pre-baby life. For sure. Because <laughs> yeah, it's like, I didn't have the responsibility of taking care of a human being. So it was like, all I had to do was take care of myself. So I could work when I felt like it. I can go on vacation when I felt like it. If I wanted to pick up an extra hobby, you know, nothing was stopping me. So... I guess I didn't think about it with after having the baby, but after having the baby, I realized I felt like I couldn't do anything because I wasn't living in their family. So there was no one to watch her. I had to quit working. I stopped going to school. So it was definitely a life-changing experience. Yeah, I can understand that, especially you said you had to stop going to school. I did not know that. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. Did you did you finish? So were you trying to complete your bachelor's or your master's? I was trying to complete my bachelor's. So, um, yeah, I was going to school in Tampa. And then Alfonso's job uh, relocated us to Gainesville, which is two hours away. Mm -hmm. um, and the pandemic had just hit. So um, I was in class for that spring semester, but classes got canceled because of COVID. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know. I would guess I was going to transfer to another school in Gainesville. Right. But then I got pregnant. So then I was like, I'm not near any family. If I go back into school, how am I going to go to class? Mm -hmm. So it was just the whole thing. Because Alfonso's job was keeping, keeping him really busy. So it wasn't really, time management was very hard. Yeah, and it sounds like maybe a lack of support. And what I mean by that is like there wasn't family around. So you wasn't able to have like a stable babysitter to do the things that you wanted to do, right? Right. And I didn't trust anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, at first I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to drop my kid off at daycare, you know, so I could do my thing. But it's like after having her, I don't know if all first time moms feel like this, but I was paranoid if somebody was holding her wrong I was like oh no I'm taking my child back yeah <laughs> I was definitely paranoid I can understand that it's just like you just you know birth this human and you're like what well, I'm about to give it to somebody I don't even know it's yeah. a scary thing I get that um so I do definitely understand that feeling um but you do know um after having the baby you are always able to go back to school do you plan to go back to school 
Yes. So I actually am going back to school in January. Ooh, congratulations. And I got me a job today. Wow. Oh my gosh. Speaking of, yes. so you did get a job. Yeah. Now that the baby's about to turn six months mm-hmm. and we're back in Tampa now. Oh. Yeah. His job relocated us back to Tampa. So I'm around friends. My family is closer. So, yeah. Well, congratulations. You got everything you wanted just six months later, huh? Yeah. (laughs) See, it all works out. Um, So do you plan to have family watch or send baby to daycare now that she's a little older? Um, Friends. Okay. So that's good. People you trust. Yes. People that I trust. I still, um, I'm not really trusting daycare. Yeah. Especially because of COVID. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I'm glad to have really good friends. Like, um, I have two of my friends, they graduated from nursing school and they're like, oh, now you're back in Tampa and we know you want to get back into school. So we'll just take turns watching her. And I literally cried because I hear a lot of, um, a lot of new moms say, oh, their friendships changed after the baby. Yeah. I have my friends willing to help me so I can go back to school. So that made me really emotional. Yeah. So, yeah. The support system is very important. That's great. It's hard to find people like that. Even I could say you could be the best person to them. You still will come across evil, you know, so it's good that you have really quality friendship. That's amazing. Right. That's great. So um, I had a question for you. So let's say, um, what is your most important job in this lifetime? Well, right now it's definitely being a mom. Okay. Well, that's good. You put that first. That's great. Yes, definitely. Um, I feel like how I raise her would shape her into the person that she becomes when she's older. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely want her to be successful in life. So, yeah, raising a kid is definitely the biggest job that I have. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Because I was, I was wondering, see, like when you said that statement, I was like, oh, my gosh, does she feel that, you know, her most important role is to work? Because there's some people, uh, mothers, women who feel, um, you know, they may put, I don't want to say it in a bad, negative way, just some women feel that they put their job first, kids and everything else right after that. And um, sometimes that could be hard to raise kids with that mentality. So that's why I wanted to see how did you feel about that? So that's great. I'm glad that you feel that you want to obviously put your daughter first. So that's amazing. Um, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> Um, another reason too why I feel like I felt like I had no purpose um I did have some postpartum depression Mm. right after and that hit me like a ton of bricks and it was almost like I was feeling these emotions and I couldn't stop it wow which was so I definitely had to seek out help with um counseling and like knowing that my life has changed, but 
it's just different, you know? It's not better or worse. It's just different. Different, yeah. That, that's a good. It's just different. <laughs> I can say the same thing. Yeah. It's just like, you know, you have the baby and it's just like, okay, now what? You know, you wasn't expecting it. Yeah, we've seen our parents raise us and we might have friends that have babies before us, but we're not the ones that's literally in the situation. So we really don't know unless, you know, until it happens. So it's kind of, um, you just learn as you go. Right. Yes, that is, it's definitely a journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I understand that. You know, I'm on my third kid now. So I'm like, wait, what did I get myself into again? You know, I'm still sometimes shocked that I even did this to myself, especially since it's back to back. I have a four-year-old and then my youngest will be two soon as the baby is born. So it's literally stair steps. So um, I don't even know what to do. I was raised as the only child. I don't know anything about raising multiple kids. So it's definitely a challenge for me every day. Um, but I do try to seek help with family members or, you know, anyone that could, you know, help me with the situation that I that I have. And I, want, I don't want to say situation. I'm sorry. Just raising multiple kids, period. You know, so. Yeah. How did you feel um, post your first baby? Like, I know you have your bonus son, but how did you feel like after having your first son? Um, so that's a good question. After having my first son, it was kind of scary. I literally, I never knew the true definition of worry until I had him because, you know, I had, you know, things where I would worry about, but that type of worry was stressful. Like anytime he would cry, I'm mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, why is he crying? Okay. I fed him. I changed his diaper. Now what's wrong? It mm -hmm. came to a point where every time he'll go to sleep, I had to constantly check on him. Daytime, nighttime, it didn't matter because I was scared that I don't know, he might not wake up, he's not breathing or something bizarre. So it was yeah. kind of hard for me to adjust to having that type of responsibility because I'm the one taking care of him, including the father. But, you know, just in, as parents, it's just you just want to make sure you do the best you can. And anything that happens to the baby is not like your fault. Like, okay, you did this. You left the baby here. The baby fell. You know, you did everything right. And, and and you're trying to just be the best parent. So it was just kind of hard to kind of adjust to that, even though I did have a uh, stepson prior, but I wasn't there when my stepson was born. I didn't, I didn't take care of him when he was a baby. You know, I took care of him when he was a toddler. So it's very different. Um, yeah. So I have to say it was just very scary. And yeah. I mean, honestly, it didn't change until he turned three. So I was always looking, making sure he was sleeping at night up until three years old. So No, trust me, I definitely feel you. I completely understand that like paranoia for first time moms. Yeah. Definitely a thing, especially um, like before I had her, my butt would stay on Google and I kept reading about SIDS. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to get the right bassinet. It has to have the right breathable mattress. Yes. And you like I I did not sleep her first three months wow because yeah. if I fall asleep something's gonna happen yeah so yeah I definitely understand with that 
<laughs> I feel you with the sis, girl. I changed the crib three times because I was like, wait, no, this doesn't have enough airway. And I wouldn't know until it's in my house. And I'm like, damn, I wish I, you know, realized this before I brought it here. So I understand that. Yeah. It's scary. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just wanted to share my story when it comes to how I was raised. Um, when it comes to us as women um, feeling that we don't have a purpose, all of us are going to naturally feel that. Um, but things do get better and it will get better for the best. Um, but I wanted to share when I was young, how my mother felt when she felt that way. She, I wouldn't want to say put her job before me, but she had a duty, which was to take care of me and herself. So she used to work a lot um, as a nurse. But then she noticed that she was very distant and um, my grades started dropping. So most of the time when she worked at nights, she would have family members watch over me, you know, make sure I do my homework and go to sleep on a decent hour. But um, because she wasn't present, because she's my mother, I only have one, um, I kind of, you know, I wasn't bad, but there was just certain things that wasn't the same before she started working like that. So, and I remember that as a kid, I remember when she worked out those nights, but then when she noticed what was happening, she actually stopped working so much. She was working 80 hours a week and she just made it, you know, the regular 40. And it made a big difference in our relationship. And she, she did this just to make sure I had a, you know, a better upbringing with her raising me, not other people raising me. Um, and she, right. she did that. And I always appreciate her. I'm very grateful for her doing that for me. And if she if she didn't, I don't even know what type of woman I'll be today. So I just wanted to share that story just to you know, show everyone that we're gonna work hard and we're gonna do the best that we can, you know, but always put your kids first. Your kids are gonna watch you. Everything you do, they're gonna learn from your mistakes, your your you know, greatness, everything. And it's important that we're there for them because they only have one mom and of course father. So I just wanted to share that story with you. Do you have any stories like that, Makeda? Well, my mom was kind of similar to yours with the whole working thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I guess some parents don't really have a choice. Yeah. Especially single moms. Yeah, for sure. Like my, uh, my parents were together and my dad worked three jobs and my mom worked two. And I remember it because they were trying to buy their first house. So I rarely ever see them. My grandma had to move from Jamaica up here to watch us. My older brother had to take turns watching us. So I definitely understand the struggle. But even though she wasn't around that much because she had to work so much, uh-huh. I want to say I appreciate it and like it definitely makes me like want to change to be there for my daughter because of that. Right. But I definitely appreciate my parents for working so hard. Mm-hmm. But it definitely makes me want to, um, I guess, do better financially for myself so I can have time with my kid. Yeah, that's important because um, obviously parents, they're working hard to make sure you have a good life, food on the table, lights, you know, all the essentials. Um, so, and then like you said, sometimes there is no choice. 
Um, We never want to fault any parent that is making a sacrifice for that. Um, But for sure, like you said, trying to make better financial decisions just to be more present. um, That is more that that is very important. and It's good to notice it. So that's great, Makeda, that you, you know, think of that. Um, And it's nice, you know, you have your supportive husband over there, over there taking care of the baby as we speak, right? (laughs) Yes. When I tell you Alfonso is like heaven sent, <laughs> he'll come home from work and still be full time dad. And Aww. I just appreciate him so much. Yeah. That is wonderful. You know, a lot of us are not as blessed to have that. Um, but even if you're not as blessed, let's say, to have that type of partner, um, there's always any anyone could help you. It could be family, friend. It could be even um, people, They there's some people that have businesses helping mothers um, when it comes to cleaning, cooking, you know, just kind of like a nanny. You could always find somebody, find a source, reach out. Sometimes there's free help. You're never alone as a mom. So for the listeners out there, always reach out and seek for help. Don't do things alone. You know, it's, it's, our mental health is important. So if we're not mentally stable, it's going to be hard to be there for ourselves and for our kids. So always put yourself first in that manner and then proceed. Everything, you know, would turn out a lot better. And it's also important to understand the meaning of your life before you give life. Start thinking about it early while you're pregnant. This process is important for your mental health. Feel important now. Know your purpose now. Our kids need us more than ever. Because if it's not you, then who? Most of us were kids before and suffered from bad parenting, neglect, or anything traumatic that has happened. All of us didn't have good upbringing. But we must change the cycle and be the best parents that we can be. We are not perfect, but we can strive to be the best for our kids. But it starts at pregnancy. So yes, we are new mothers when we are pregnant. Don't forget that. Always know when you're pregnant, you are a mom right then and there. So always try to protect yourself, your mental health, understand your role that's about to come after the nine months of caring and just be there for your children. So thank you, Makeda, for being our guest again. We love to have you again soon. And I hope that everyone enjoyed listening and we will see you for the next episode. Make sure you download our podcast at Diverse Mama Podcast on all podcast um, networks such as iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anything you could think of, I'm on there. See you next time.